Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. You're listening to the Extra Point Show with sneaky Joe DiBiase on WGR Sports Radio 550. All right, happy Tuesday. We're rolling along here on WGR. Phone calls at 8030550. It's me and you today. And Tuesday Tears, which will be coming up at 11 o'clock. We'll hear a little bit from Joe Brady a little bit later on in the program as well. So line them up. What went well for the Bills on Sunday against the Jets? A little bit of a debate on how well it went from some stat people on Sunday, but I thought it went great for the Bills. 32-6 to over the Jets is an incredible result. And I want to pair it with the thought I had from last night's game as well, but stay dry today. Looking out the window right now, it is rainy, it is cold out, and the weather is probably going to be pretty rough from here on out. The snow event that we had talked about in passing with Pat Hammer and just in in general here on the station that was maybe going to happen this weekend, maybe not going to happen this weekend. Looks like it's not going to happen this weekend. So your Thanksgiving shouldn't be at least... uh, at least snow filled. 8030550 is the phone number. We'll get connected with you on the Bills win on Sunday. The Monday night game last night is has got me thinking about the Bills next two games because I mean, obviously, those were the two teams playing last night that the Bills will play next. Eagles this Sunday, bye week, then at Arrowhead. Both of those games on the road. And What you saw last night is that, yeah, offense is down in the league a little bit, and one of the reasons is a game like that. The top teams that have had elite offenses, well, they also have great defenses. And we saw more great defensive plays yesterday than we saw offensive plays. I mean, Chris Jones was in the Eagles' backfield all night getting after Jalen Hurts. Third downs, the Eagles couldn't get a drive going because Jones or Karloftis or whoever it was on that Chiefs defensive line was just getting after Jalen Hurts. So you've got two teams last night that are the Bills' next two opponents, and on paper, they are the hardest games left. Dallas is right there. I mean, Dallas is on the same level too. But those two games coming up are on the road. The Bills will be underdogs in those games for sure. In fact, the line obviously would be out on Bills and Eagles, and I have not looked at it yet this week, but I'd imagine it's around three, three or so, three and a half. The Bills are a three and a half point underdog at Philadelphia Sunday at 425. What I This is why Sunday's game was so important for me. The Bills put up 32 points on an elite Jets defense that has not let anybody 
all season put up that point total. Dallas came close. Dallas got into the 30s, the low 30s on the Jets. So they did it. But that's it. Two games all year. Anyone's looked like that against that Jets defense. It's a great performance. And yeah, okay. I got uh, Steven Ruiz from The Ringer who's pointing out that actually their success rate in that game was a lot lower than others. But you know what the Bills did? Screw success rate, EPA, all the efficiency stats, the consistency stats, over-talked about, overused in my opinion, because the Bills got explosive plays. They got big pass plays. One of which was down the field to Khalil Shakir, 25 yards, up the seam, not quite the rainbow over the top, but it works. Got into the open field and he scores. And Ty Johnson on the other, it's a great play call. It's a great play design. It's a great go-for-it call in the first place by Sean McDermott. Fourth and one. Put the game out of hand in the third quarter. And then Johnson's got the speed to score there. The Bills got 14 points off two giant plays that didn't have to happen. I mean, Allen, the mantra all week that I was resisting against was take what's given conservative, simple style, and I just never think your quarterback, this quarterback, is going to do that. So what happened on that play? James Cook's open 10 yards on the right. Allen's got a safe throw to him if he wants it, but instead he tries to rocket it into Khalil Shakir, and it works. And it's a great that's a great play design to get him open. That's a great play design or a great throw by Allen as well. And then Shakir and Kincaid do the rest. Kincaid took three Jets out with a block, and then Shakir's able to score. That counts. So what really is valuable? The Bills getting... I mean, because for six games, you know, their numbers looked pretty good, but we all saw what was happening. It's not a big mystery. They would get six, seven yards here, and then they would get... Uh, a second and two, three-yard run that would get the first down, and boom, there you go, 100% success rate. And now i got to go 60 more yards. They did not get big chunks. At least in comparison to the rest of the league, they were near the bottom. They were at the same rate as the Jets with a quarterback that probably is never going to see the field again in the NFL, in Zach Wilson. The Bills got big plays against a defense that doesn't let that happen. And here come two games against top defenses that have sufficient offenses, if not still elite offenses. I don't know about Kansas City for that. I mean, look at some of the numbers. Mahomes Mahomes only has 18 touchdowns on the year. He has 11 turnovers. That's not a Mahomes stat line. 18 total touchdowns and 11 turnovers. And the receiving stats, I mean, holy cow, 26 drops by the Chiefs this year. Marquez Valdez-Scantling, the new poster child for that. Touchdown at the end of the game is right there for him. Mahomes drops it in the breadbasket. He's moving fast. And it's a little out in front of them, but if you're an if you're an NFL wide receiver or hell a Division two wide receiver, you got to make that catch. But he didn't, and now the Chiefs have 26 drops 
from receivers on the year. And two primetime games that we all can remember now, two wins lost because they don't have a good wide receiver core. Week one. They only lost week one against the Lions because Kadarius Toney and Sky Moore couldn't catch the football. Mahomes was putting it right on him. The Lions got to pick six off it. And then this game last night, they only lose that football game because Valdez Scantling drops a touchdown. They could be 9-1 and one that easily. And again, it's not an anomaly. 26 drops tied for the most in NFL history through 10 games. 26 drops. I mean, think about that. Mahomes with 26 more completions. How many yards is that? I mean, the Valdez Scantling play last night is 70, isn't it? Or 60? I mean, you have another, what do you have another 500 yards? No, that's too much. What do you have another 300 yards? Their offense is not the same old Chiefs offense. They have very, really struggled to find a consistent secondary option to Travis Kelsey. And I like the rookie, or she Rice. Um, but, man, you can only rely so much on a second-round rookie receiver. And they're doing it you know, about as much as they can. They probably should be doing it more. If you, if you really look at it, they probably should be doing it more. I mean, he's getting his five targets, but he's their best wide receiver. But look at the Chiefs' offense. 17 points against the Eagles. 21 points against the Dolphins. Scratch that. 14 points against the Dolphins. Remember, they got seven of those on a pick six. Nine points against the Broncos. Man, I mean, 31 against the Chargers. That's a nice day. 19 against the Broncos. 23 against the Jets. I mean, in the last month, month and a half, the, all of the things we've talked about being wrong with the Bills' offense has also been wrong with the Chiefs' offense. The difference is, maybe between the two teams and their record, has nothing to do with the offenses. Both teams are turning the ball over. I mean, Allen, for as much as it gets pointed out, his turnovers, he's got 15 turnovers in the year and Mahomes is 11. It's more, but it's not like it's substantially more where it's this giant difference like you hear about. The big difference in their records, why is there a two-game difference? I mean, it probably is the defense. And I'll, I'll be here to defend the Bills' defense. I mean, I think they are doing everything they can to keep these point totals down. But it is funny. Like, these two teams, the Chiefs and the Bills, they're the only two teams in the National Football League that have not allowed 30 points. No, there are only two teams. The results in what got them there do, though, look different. I mean, the Chiefs, they very often don't even let you get to 20. I mean, the Eagles barely got there last night with 21. The Dolphins at 14. The Chargers at 17. The Broncos before that at 8. I mean, they do not let teams score on them. As much as the Jets are an elite defense, the Chiefs are pretty close. And then, before that, the Eagles. There's the Eagles last night. Again, everyone's kind of doing this to the Chiefs. But they held them to 17. They were getting pressure. They were holding it together in the secondary. Kevin Byard had a great interception, which made up for a lackadaisical coverage in the red zone that caused a touchdown. Like The secondary looks better. So Philadelphia's got a top defense. Kansas City's got a top defense. This is why Sunday was so important for me against the Jets. The Bills proved to me 
that the way that they're going to have to win, it's in there. We all know, we've known for a month how the Bills are going to have to win games. And actually, it maybe was overstated because it became, as Jones went down, Milano went down, and White went down, this offense is going to have to be the best in football. If they want to win the Super Bowl, if they want to get to deep in the playoffs, hell, now if they want to make the playoffs, the offense is going to have to score big. Now, that actually hasn't come as much to fruition. Really, they just had to score, you know, they had to be pretty good on offense, and they would have won these games. Because the defense, as I mentioned, three points in the second half against Cincinnati gave them every chance they could to win that football game. I mean, the Denver game. Yeah, they drive late, but they played great defensively against the Broncos. 22 points. That could have very easily been, I mean, if Cortland Sutton's foot is one inch to the right, then it's it's 18. Or it's lower than that. It's 15. And again, I don't want to do too much of the, if his foot was one inch this way or that way, that's football, right? Like, you could you could do a million of those back the other way that would say, well, if you did this, then the Bills gave up 30, and now is it a good defensive game? I, I get it. All I'm saying is the defense has done its job. With all the injuries, they've done its job. They've held it together. They are not getting blown out because they can't stop the other offense. They give up yards, but they don't let teams in the end zone. But can you do that against the Eagles and the Chiefs? And, you know, you watch that game last night, you might be more optimistic. You could, I think you could look at the defense in a more of an optimistic view. Because, hey, like, as much as Tredavious White was back to fo- getting back to form and looked great, Rasul Douglas looks pretty good. So I got White out and Douglas in. Okay, maybe I haven't completely filled that void, but I've done a lot. I've filled a lot of it, I think. And, you know, here comes Linval Joseph, and Ed Oliver's playing great. So Daquan Jones is a great player, and same thing. I don't think they filled that void, but they've helped it along, and maybe they're in a respectable place now. Milano's the one you're not going to replace. They're trying. Poyer's moving up down there a little bit. And they're moving Dorian Williams in and out there. Milano is the one guy you're just you're just not going to replace. It's just not going to happen. But I refuse to believe that this Bills defense was a Matt Milano injury away from going from one of the best defenses in football to one of the worst defenses in football. What's ended up happening here is probably what was always most likely. And they're going to end up being a middle-of-the-pack defense. Right around the middle. And that's what they're playing like. You know, they're giving up... They're, they're, they're shutting down Zach Wilson, as everybody does. So they're doing the job there. They are limiting the Broncos. 22 points. That's doing the job. 24 against the Bengals. That's doing the job. They're, they're holding it together. But again, all that too, will they do that against the Eagles and the Chiefs? You can be more optimistic last night, but there's a good chance they won't. And if they won't, you needed proof. Because I didn't have it. I don't think anybody had it. You needed proof that this defense could, this offense, excuse me, could go against a top-level defense and have a good day, have a great day. Because they've they've not been putting up points on bad defenses. 
I mean, the Giant game and the Tampa game started to slow down. And after, I mean, compared to other teams, I mean, Houston put up 40 on Tampa. The Bengal game, I mean, Denver repeatedly for a month, more than a month, even against bad defenses, their offense couldn't put up the necessary games to win. Here come the Eagles and the Chiefs. you got to have that Jet game. But now we've seen them do it, and maybe the coordinator is a part of that. I tend to think it is. Some numbers on that to get to in a little bit. On the differences between Ken Dorsey and Joe Brady, there are a lot of them, and there's one in particular that I want to point out as well, as I think really helped along the Bills' offense. I just think they needed to prove... Because you were running out of evidence. You didn't have any recent evidence that they could do what they did to the Jets. Because they're going to have to do that to the Eagles. They're going to have to do that to the Chiefs if they want to win those football games. That is their ticket to the playoffs. Do your best on defense. That's that's it. Do your best. you got to have that game against the Jets against these top teams. You have to. It's the only way they're going to get in. 803-0550 is the phone number. Some two around the conference stuff as well in a little bit. But let's uh, go to your phone phone calls. 803-0550. Josh in Buffalo is next up. What's up, Josh? Hey, not much, man. Not much. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I'm sure you remember back in, I don't know, like the mid to late 90s, uh, NBA Jam. And on the NBA Jam home screen, they would have two players and they would rate them as far as like shooting, passing, defense, et cetera, et cetera. And my wife bought me a Josh Allen Stefan Diggs shirt, just like the NBA Jam shirt yep. or screen for Christmas two years ago now. So if you look at Allen's rating on the shirt, it shows like speed is really high, throwing accuracy really high, throwing power is really high. But the very last category on there is football IQ, and it's actually lower than all of his other categories. And I noticed this, I don't know, we'll call it six, eight months ago now. And ever since then, I've, every time I watch the games, I think about just his situational awareness as a football player when it's, you know, third and 10 from the 30, and the last thing you can do is take a sack. What happens? He takes a sack. You know, when was the last time you saw Allen ever audible out of a bad play and audible into a good play? Well, he does, you know, he does that. Run all these- he does that week. In fact, the James Cook touchdown was him calling that play at the line because he had two called plays, and he picked that one. So it happens. I mean, that's great. One out of – yeah, I, I mean, I'll give him that it probably happens every now and then. I mean, I think we're going way too far, though, Josh. I mean, he, he changes protection on a, play, on a play-to-play basis, every play. Like, that, that, that's something – a quarterback decides that at the line. Like, you have – that is him – that's why he's waving the crowd to be quiet because he's talking to his coaches, and then after that communication goes away, now he's talking to his line and his receivers because there's so much pre-snap – stuff that is happening and it's all happening in his head yeah I just I don't you look at somebody like Peyton Manning and I was a huge Colts fan you know when I was in high school and followed Manning's career I mean you would see it on a drive-by-drive basis or I've even watched a lot of interviews with Tom Brady where he's broken down film and you know how he able how he was used to or used to get Rob Gronkowski open off of play action passes because he would show the run and then he wouldn't hand off the ball but he would you know, play action pass to Gronkowski. And I just don't see a lot of high football IQ plays from Allen. Like you look at Burrow, Burrow, one, two, three, stop, gone. One, two, three, four, five, stop, football's gone. 
But that's just that's just a quick that's just a quick passing game. Like is Mahomes not doing that too? Just because he likes to hold the ball a little bit longer sometimes. Like I I don't know. I think you need to look a little harder, Josh. I don't know what the point is we're trying to make here about the football IQ of Allen. If you want if you want to talk about sometimes he puts the ball in harm's way a little bit too often. Let's have that conversation because, man, I don't think I know. I certainly don't, and I, I try to. I don't have a good enough, no one has a good enough respect maybe for how much the quarterback in the NFL and Allen is doing at the line of scrimmage. I mean, they had one of James Cook long rungs against the Jets. Allen shouts, kill, kill, because he saw something in coverage that he didn't like. He killed it to a run play, and the run play worked. So does he get credit for that or no? I don't know. Like It happens every drive. Every drive. I don't think that's where to pick apart Allen. If you want to tell me he gets in his own head too much and I got to throw the ball down the field now and that's the problem, then then I could see that. But yeah, I'm I'm not on board at all with the football IQ part of this. If anything, again, like protection wise and like awareness, the guy entered the league with an innate ability to feel pressure and to know where it's coming from whether that's pre-snap or post-snap. It's kind of amazing to me that Allen has not taken more sacks for the amount he's held onto the football in his career. That is that football IQ? Because I, I would consider that that. It's just not the thing I'd want to pick apart. Thanks for the call, though, Josh. Let's go to Joe and Cheektawaga. Hey, Joe. Hey, guys. Uh, thanks for taking my call. I just wanted to say two points. Well, I wanted to comment on your point about the offense with Kansas City. And uh, Josh Allen, this caller, the call that was just made. Um, Josh Allen, I think a lot of people know this. Sounds like you know it. I I mean, we have an unbelievable talent here. Um, Poor guy's being coached down, in my opinion. Um, But in any event, there aren't many guys in the history of the game that could have made that throw to Shakir the other day. That was, Shakir was open. He was designed open. That was an unbelievable throw. You could not step into it. The fourth and one, that's an unbelievable throw. I think, you know, some of the haters on Josh Allen uh, don't realize, and I don't pretend to know either, but don't realize how difficult some of these throws are. Um, Mm -hmm. Your your point with um, Kansas City's offense floundering, I totally agree with you. I feel the difference in that respect is our defense. Uh-huh. They played great the other night against uh, the Jets, but it was the Jets. Um, I just don't feel comfortable that McDermott is going to learn his lesson, and when we need to get a stop, I don't think we can get a stop. That's the difference. Kansas City can can only score 16 or 17 or 21 points and be in the game. Um, we just don't seem to be able to do that. Um, there's a couple games this year, Denver, the last one. We left the field. Our offense left the field with the lead, and they could not get a stop. Same thing with New England. So I, I think that's the difference right there. I know our defense is hurting, but, again, I think it's the style McDermott plays, and I don't think – we can get uh, a stop when we need it. I think that's the difference. I, thanks, Joe, for the thanks, call. Guys. I I don't even disagree with you 
I would just want to take it from a different approach. Okay, you can't get the stop you need. That, that to me means don't let don't let your defense have to win you a football game. You never want that to happen. Ever. You never want your de- I mean, how many would you take the ball last conversations have we had over the years about Bills Chiefs and Bills Bengals? So, you know, you'd like to not have that be the case where you're talking about that in these games, right? Against the Giants and against the Broncos and against the Patriots. I agree. Like, they have let three, I want to say two bad offenses. The, the Denver's getting back to respectability here, even if they're not great. Two bad and one mediocre offenses. At crunch time, game on the line, they've let them drive the length of the field. Or at least get to the range they needed to be, in Denver's case. Okay, don't let your defense have to win you a football game. I mean, that just goes to my previous point, doesn't it? They're going to have to have that jet game offensively against the Chiefs and against the, the Eagles. They're going to have to because of that. Because your defense is no longer one of the elites of the league, you can't ask them to stop teams especially like this. But to be fair, that was always the case. It was always the case. To me, we have just hit the accelerator on, well, your defense is just going to give up points. That's been every playoff for the last three, four years. How many times have we said your defense could be as good as you until you're blue in the face? Your defense could be number one. When you play the Chiefs, when you play Mahomes, when you play the Eagles, and this is, isn't as true maybe this year, but in the past it has. When you play those teams, they're just going to get their points. There's only so much you can do. And same goes for these next two games. Again, Bill's defense is a little worse. Those offenses a little better. Maybe it evens out. Those teams are going to get their points. Whether it's 21 or 28 or 35, they're, you're not holding them to six. So it's up to the Bills' offense to not let that happen. And maybe McDermott taking fourth down decision-making a little bit differently, that might come. That might be a part of this too. But to me, the whole, the whole thing about the next two games and that point is just don't make your defense have to win you a game. That's it. And the only way you do that is by their offense playing the way it did on Sunday. If you're on hold, stay there. We'll get to you when we come back. Jody Biasi, Extra Point Show, Tuesday tiers coming up at 11. This is WGR. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.